the volume. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Catching Phase is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. True Lies. Our new segment, you know, story time with lead. That's what they wanted to call it. But I thought True Lies was a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? So they said, give us a story about a post-game something. Reporter, team, just any post-game you was kind of frustrated. I said, I got one for you. So, bam, it's the year after we won the Super Bowl. So it's 2016 season, you know, a lot of new people on the team. Uh... We had one pretty good lineman join the team, you know what I'm saying? Pretty good, you know. He came in March. We welcomed him to the team. You know, he gave a nice little speech, you know. We went through OTAs, you know. A couple times we bring it up, bring it up. We just won the chip now, mind you. We Super Bowl champions. He new to the team. We bring it up, bring it up. He'll bring it up. He'll get a little speech, break it down. Boom. I mean, that's cool. You know, you knew. You, you, you had an important position on our team. You're trying to establish that, you know, respect level. You're working hard. You're doing everything you're supposed to do. We don't have no problem with it. You're supposed to get speeches. Now, training camp time come around, you know, whatever team meeting. We have an exclusive team meeting. He get in front of the team, give another speech. So the season start, first game of the year, I think coach might have let him talk to the team first. So that was like speech number four. You know what I'm saying? Season kind of get going. We start off pretty good. I don't remember our exact records, but I remember, boom, we lose one at home like Sunday night to Kansas City. And it's Tyreek Hill coming out party, actually. He done ran a punt back. 
got a rush. He had a, re- a rushing touchdown, receiving touchdown, and a and a return, like a, a kicking touchdown. So three touchdowns on it. That was his coming out party, for real, for real. Chiefs beat us at the wire all the way at the end of the game. So, boom, we get in the locker room. Coach Cool hot. He getting on us, getting on our ass. Man, we need to do this. Monday we're going to come out and do this. All week, I don't want to see this. I want to see this in practice. He gave us the whole rundown, right? Nothing else to say. End of his speech, he say, and do anybody got something to say? New guy, I got something to say, coach. I said, man, nah, fuck that, coach. We good. He said, I can't talk. I said, you talk all offseason, all training camp. We don't need no more of your speeches, coach. We good. Kubiak brought it up. Hey, bring it up, Dickie. He said, we good, we good. You know what I'm saying? It kind of, you know, it was it, it was a kind of situation. It got a little hot in the locker room, a little situation. But, man, it was enough. I just felt like it was enough, man. We had enough speeches. Coach is the lead dog. He already told us what it's going to be for this week. We don't need to hear nothing else. You know what I'm saying? So I spoke my mind. He kind of spoke his mind, man. A little, little friction in the locker room uh, after that game. But uh, all in all, we got back cool. We pieced it up. Season ain't in that well. You know what I'm saying? But me and him, we ended well. Good now. I could talk to him now. He kind of understood where I came from. I understood where he came from. True lies, baby. I hope y'all enjoyed that story. My takes from the Cardinals-Vikings game. Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, definitely top three duo, quarterback-receiver duo in the NFL, man. Even with Patrick Peterson over there, not a huge day from Hop, but just the, just, just the, the attention that he demands, he made the Vikings stay in cover two, man. He, they played a bunch of cover two. He kept them in two deep safeties, man. They, they, they wanted to keep a guy on top of Hop. So just his presence, man. And then Kyler Murray, his escapability, being able to find Hop downfield. These guys, is, they on the same page in zone coverage. Hop know when to stop. He know when Hop going to sit down, man. They just on the same page. No way they not top three duo in the league. Probably number one. No way they not top three duo in the league, though. Uh, another take is this defense, man. Defense was so high, so good week one. So bad week two, man. I I, I think they, they got better in the second half. They did, they did stop Dalvin a little bit in the second half, but they didn't stop Kurt. Kurt kind of did what he wanted. He drove up and down the field, man. So, as good as this Cardinals offense is, it'll be the Cardinals defense as usual. Defense win chips. It'll be the Cardinals defense that get them over that hump, man. They they really need to, to clean some stuff up. It looked so good week one. Mediocre week two. They got to find a way to be consistent against that run. Keep rushing that passer. Find a way to get some turnovers in that secondary. I'm going to see them Cardinals again this week. We got Jacksonville, Cardinals at Jacksonville. I will be there. Check these boys out again. But y'all watch out for these Cardinals, man. They're looking more dangerous and more dangerous every week. Just got to get this get this defense together, man. And my takes for the week, we got NFL Network star James Jones on. Y'all don't want to miss it. The NFL is back, and FanDuel Sportsbooks want you to get the most out of every play. 
That's why they're giving everyone a $10 risk-free bet every week. All you have to do is bet a same-game parlay bet with three legs or more. And if your bet doesn't win, FanDuel will pay you back up to $10. For example, this Thursday night, I'm taking the Panthers on the money line, whatever Christian McCaffrey's rushing total is, over, and I'm going to take under on the total points for the game. I love betting on all the NFL action with FanDuel Sportsbook because the payouts is super fast and it's super easy to use. There's no feeling like nailing the same game parlay bet. So lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook and get up to 10 bucks back if your bet doesn't win. New to FanDuel Sportsbook, they are also offering a risk-free $1,000 bet if you prefer that. Just sign up with promo code FAZE. And if your first bet loses, you get up to $1,000 back in site credit. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Disclaimer, must be 21 or older and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, or Virginia, or West Virginia. Refunds issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund, $10. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, New Jersey, or Virginia. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee, red line, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Catching fades. We got my dog. I'm trying to be like him for real. I ain't going to lie, you know what I'm saying? Easy transition to the TV, you know what I'm saying? Super Bowl champion, James Jones. What's up, baby? What's cracking, man? No, man, I think it's the other way around, man. I see you out here <laughs> games and all that. I'm like, man, my dog out here killing it, man. I'm proud of you, bro. Appreciate y'all for having me, though. You already know. Uh, let's get to it. Uh, so you've been in this media shit a little bit longer than me. You know what I'm saying? What was the transition like for you? You seem to made an easy, smooth transition yourself. Well, what's crazy about it is... When I when I uh, was playing, I was like, man, I was one of them ones who was like, okay, I want to play 25 years like Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers and them. But you know, at our position, if you ain't Jerry Rice, usually that <laughs> usually that don't happen. You know, you out there covering yeah. people, tackling people. I'm running rounds, getting banged up. Usually that don't happen. So I'm like, man, what I'm gonna do? So so I um every off season, like for like the last three off seasons before I retired, I would come on the network and just you know, hey you know, meet the, meet the right people, jump on there for free. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, you know what? This would be good for me to get into, man. Still be close to the game, you know, talk some football and all that. So I just really put the bug out there, man, to, to Charlie and Mike Mariano and all them boys. Like, hey, man, when yeah. I'm done, you know, I would love to do it. So, you know, once I retired, they reached out to me and was like, man, you, you, you still interested in the TV? And I was like, absolutely, man. So I just jumped into it. But to be honest with you, what really helped me is the little radio stations that I had in Green yeah. Bay, TV shows that I had in Green Bay to where it's like, okay, get up in there, act a fool, show your personality. You right. know what I mean? So when I jumped on the TV, it was like, man, shoot, I've been doing this, man. Just, you know, hey, be you, show your personality, man. Hell yeah. Try to bring the people into the locker room. You enjoying it so far, huh? I am, man. I'm, I'm having a ball, man. And and I'm a storyteller, too. So, you know, I, I like to tell stories. So that's one thing that helped me, too, when I first jumped on, because yeah. one of my mentors that was that was in TV that I grew up with in college, he was like, JJ, you you are blessed to leave. You are blessed, you know, because you played the game, you know. Right. So if you ever get a question and you like, man, I don't really know how to answer what to talk about. Tell a story. Yeah. <laughs> You said, shit. or you tell it's a story the, like, hey, about man. the 10th time I heard that. Yeah, well, you tell a story like, hey, man, I hear what you're saying about Aaron Rodgers, but I played with Aaron. I've been in the right. huddle with Aaron. This is what Aaron, you know what I mean? He said, tell yeah. a story. So that's what I started doing early, you know, you know, in my career in this TV thing, man, share some stories and just personality, but I'm having a ball with it, man. That's what's up, man. I'm that. I'm having fun with this shit, too. That's Mine kind of different than yours. I didn't really go out seeking, like, man, what I'm going to do. Yeah. I just was kind of chilling. And, you know, the agency kind of got at me and was like, man, you should do this. Introduce me to the people. So I'm I'm taking meetings and stuff, but I don't know if I was really taking it that serious, right? Yeah. Then I really got done and shit, shit <laughs> just started coming, right? So I feel that, though. Uh, yeah. but let's go back. Let's go back, man. You from uh San, San Jose, right? Yeah, I'm born and raised San Jose, man. San Bay Jose. Yeah, you're I seen you play in the league, so I know you went crazy in college. So what made you go to San Jose uh, College? Man, it Did was you want to just stay local? It was crazy, man, because I had all, at the time, I had all these Pac-10 offers, man. and, and I, I know went, you had to. <laughs> and I wanted, I mean, I wanted to go to Oregon, man. That's where I wanted to go, man. But uh, about a week before signing day, moms got real sick, man. And moms mm. was in the hospital. 
And at first she went to one doctor and the doctor told her she had twins. She was pregnant. And my mom like, nah, I can't be pregnant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I ain't been getting at it like that. I can't be pregnant. So, <laughs> so um, we went to another doctor, man. And he was like, nah, you ain't pregnant. You got a tumor in your stomach, size of a football. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was a bunch of stuff going on. Moms was in the hospital, man. And then I was, I was, I fell in love with my receiver coach, Keith Williams, man. Uh, coach Dub, I don't know if you heard of him. He at Baltimore now out there coaching the receivers, but I, I fell in love with him, man. And I was like, man, dude, gonna get me ready for the next level, man. And I'd be able to stay home, stay local, man. Make sure mom straight. And that was my decision yeah. to stay at state, man. I feel, I feel that. I knew it had to be something because I'm like, I know James Jones tore high school up, bro. He, yeah, he man. wasn't that late of a bloomer hey, now. Like, you I was, know what I'm saying? Come on receiver, now. I was a receiver my first three years. And then my senior year, I played quarterback, man. So Look, I, was, I know he was tearing yeah. that shit up, bro, for real. Yeah, I was getting at it, man. So yeah, I had a, I had a bunch of offers, man, from the pack pack 10 and stuff, man. But yeah, mom's got sick, man. So yeah. I, I stayed at the crib. Definitely, definitely was the right thing to do. Uh so you get the Green Bay and Brett Favre over there, man. Tell me about that that young James Jones in the same building with Brett Favre. How was that for you? Man, it's crazy because I get to Green Bay and you know, I go out there for, you know, we got to go to our little rookie mini camp to where, you know, you, you're going up against dudes that may be on practice squad or dudes that may be, you know, only play yeah. three or four games. So as I get to the rookie mini camp, I'm killing. And I'm like, man, I, I, I'm calling the wife and I'm like, man, we finna make millions. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like these dudes out here ain't no good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, then we then be rookie minicab going and then the vets and all that stuff get out there, man. And we get in the training camp and I'll never forget in training camp, we're doing one-on-ones and Wood jump up there. So I'm like, shoot, this is my time to see what I got. You know what I'm saying? So I jump up there against Wood. He about, he about seven yards off to leave, eyes in at the quarterback. You know what I mean? Uh, quarterback give me curl routes. So I'm like, cool, man. You know, JJ ain't never been a burner, but hey, I, I run these routes though, you know? <laughs> yeah. I can so, sell you deep, goddamn. <laughs> I, I come off the ball and I get in and out of my break. I promise you, it might have been the best break I ever had in my life. And I'm in and out of my break. And as the ball's coming, I'm like, ooh, we ought to whoop Charles Woodson. Next thing I know, this boy coming in front of me, man, picking that thing off, man. And I'm like, and what's crazy, because in my head, I'm like, man, I might not be able to play in this league, man. I'm not good enough. That was my best. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, exactly. that was my best. And, and he picked that thing off, man. And and uh, so I just picked Woods' brain after that, man. And I'm like, bro, what made you jump on my route, man? And he said, well, you came running with your head down. So I knew you was counting your steps. I knew you weren't going deep. So he said, I knew I knew either you was running an in route or you was going to stop on a comeback or a curl. And I said, dang, man, these boys is like, for real, these boys study and they know the little ins and outs of the whole game and all that. And it was crazy. So after that, after me calling my wife and telling her, hey, man, we're going to make millions. I called her. I said, we might get cut. <laughs> Yo, we are not good enough. But no, man, Brett, dude, Brett probably. Brett was Brett was a real dude, man. He he was a real dude. I I'll never forget because when I first got there, I was with the twos. I was a rookie, third right. round pick. I was with the twos, and and Aaron was the backup quarterback. So me and Aaron got a lot of reps and all that together. And before the first preseason game, coach was like, "Hey, you going in with the starters? You starting?" And I actually told him no. Like, hey, I don't want to go in there with Brett, bro. Like, you know, Aaron, me and Aaron been at practice. We got chemistry. Like, he been spinning it to me. Like, I go in there with Brett. He finna throw it to Donald Driver, Greg Jennings. Like, them dudes, right. already, they already know what them dudes could do. I'm trying to show what I can do. Put me in there with 12. 
And coach was like, no, nah, you're going with the ones. And I'll never forget the first play of the game. Brett threw it to me, came over there, spinning it to me, man. And, and, and I was getting busy in the preseason. And then I ran the wrong route. And we come back to the meeting room and coach was like, bro, come on now. You got <laughs> you, you to know what you're doing, man. And Brett, I'll never forget, Brett stood up and was like, I told him to do that. Knowing he didn't tell me to do that, but he stood yeah. up and said, I told him to do that. And I look back yeah. like, I'm like, oh, man. And then we got out on the field. He's like, I got your back, bro. Don't trip. But I Brett, Brett was That's a what's cool up. Dude, Yeah, he was a cool dude. Fun to play with, man. That's what's up. How was that? How was the tra- How was the building when it went kind of like, you know, it had a transition. Brett Favre gone, A-Rod, you up. Was, what was man, the building like? Man, it was 50-50, man. You know, it was a, it was a bunch of, because we had an older team then. So it was a bunch of the older cats who who, who wanted, wanted four, who wanted yeah. Brett to stay. And then there was a bunch of us younger cats like me, Greg Jennings, you know, Jermichael Finley, all them boys. We like, nah, we riding with 12. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we want, yeah, we want 12. We want 12 to be our quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was 50-50. And obviously, like, we all knew 12 was special. We didn't know it yeah. was going to turn into this. We didn't know it was going to be a three-time MVP and have all this stuff. But we knew, like, arm talent, him getting out the pocket. We like, bro, we're going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. You know, that's the kind that's the first time I really got like a taste of the media because that was after my rookie year. We get all this Brett Favre and Roger saga, and um the media comes up to me, who you want your quarterback? Now, me being in the media, I'm like, man, shoot. The right answer would have been, hey man, whoever the coaches go with, hey, I just exactly. gotta, gotta go it run. Ain't my, it ain't my decision, yeah. <laughs> you know. What you say though. <laughs> that, that's it. I, I gotta go run my routes, you know. But at that time I was a youngster, I'm like, man, Aaron is our quarterback. <laughs> Straight up, and all these Packer fans came out like, "Who does he think he is? He's one year here, Brett been here twenty years. He's trying to get rid of the God out here and all that." And they was going in on my head, and I'm like, "Man, I want twelve, man." You know what I mean? But yeah. it was it was crazy, man. It was fifty fifty, and that's the first time I really seen it like fifty fifty locker room. You know what I mean? Usually you're in the locker room, you like we ride with whoever we ride with. But at that time, locker room usually know and yeah. the media, whatever y'all know, we know, we think we ain't really telling yeah. y'all, but. I feel what you're saying. Yeah, but it was kind of like 50-50 because it was a bunch of older players and all that, but I was riding with 12 24-7, man. Yeah, had to ride with A-Rod, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> got to ride with A-Rod. So look, you seen a young A-Rod when he was trying to become A-Rod, build his name up. Now he is the three-time MVP, Super Bowl champion. Now he A-Rod. Is he different? I know everybody different, but is he is he different than he was when he back then? Well, you know what? Back then, I, I, I truly feel like he was like trying to prove something. You know he what I'm saying? Was. Because, because you got Brett Favre leaving, who's a Hall of Famer, who's did all these great things, you know, that they done passed the torch over to him, you know, after all this saga and all that's been on. And, you know, basically they said, nah, we going with Aaron Brett, you can go do what you're gonna do. So right. I kind of I felt like, you know, he always was a jokester to, with us, you know what I'm saying? You know, but with the media, he always kind of had a little shell on when it came to the media in his in his early days because of I feel like because of the Brett saga and all that, you know what I mean, and everything. Mm-hmm. So he, he kind of had a shield on. But you know, I just felt like them early years in his career, he was going out there like, man, I got to go out here and show I'm the best quarterback in the world and prove to people I'm the best quarterback in the world because they let Brett Favre out of here. You know what I mean? And now when I look at him, he's more cool, he's more relaxed. You know what I'm saying? 
you know, he letting the media see see the good side of him, you know, of him telling all the jokes, of him cracking jokes, of, of him being A-Rod and all that, not being like, you know, uptight in the media and all that. So I love him letting that side out because we always seen it, you know what yes. I'm saying? But the media didn't always see it. Like everybody come up to me, how's Aaron? I'm like, dude, he the best dude in the world. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, he just got that shell over it when it comes to the media early in his career because of all the stuff that he's, he's been through. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad he's able to see that right now. But on the field, bro, he all you know, he he always been the same, man. And, been and the I, same dude. And I caught him out there in, in training camp, man. And in practice, he don't never want to make a bad throw. If he make a bad throw in practice, man, he hot about it. You know what I mean? And and I seen that out there from from day one until I went out there in training camp this year, man. So yeah. his hunger still there. His hunger to be great and all that is still there, man. You know what I mean? I'm just glad he's letting the the outside really see you know who he is and not have that shell on man and show his personality, man, because he's a good dude, man. Yeah, that's what's up. So is it over with? Is it over with in Green Bay form? It's the last one. You know what, man? I think I think it's gonna be tough, man. You know what I mean? I, I was I was telling people going into this season, I said 12 ain't going nowhere. They're gonna work it out this season. That's what I said. Shit, yeah. they ain't going nowhere. So now when people come up to me, what's gonna happen next year? I said, I can't answer that question. I don't know what <laughs> I ain't as confident as I was. Right, we seen Tom do it right. We seen somebody like Tom burn off this chick. Peyton burned off first. Peyton burned off, Tom burned off. Yep. A-Rock burn off too, shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't know what he gonna do. I don't know what's on his mind. I'm not confident enough to say, hey man, he coming back. But what I will say though, if they they win this thing, you know what I'm saying? that's, That's probably gonna be a good chance that he come back. Now, if they go out here and they lose in the playoffs or something like that, I don't know what it's going to look like for 12, man. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's going to be him trying to go somewhere else or him saying, you know what, I want to finish the job here. So it's going to be yeah. interesting to see, man, what he, what he chooses to do. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's the Broncos, you know, you know what I'm saying? Got that nice wide out core over there for him. You know, Broncos you know, the, got and that nice. defense, I know yeah, that's going to that look nice good. Line and that defense, they, they definitely going to have a game plan for him. You they know gonna, Elway going to bring the jet out for him. You know what I'm saying? They're going to have a hell of a sales pitch for him, especially when. Hell yeah. yeah. All right, let's get to now, nowadays football. What teams, two, two weeks in, what teams you like right now who looking good? Oh man, I mean, well, shoot. Obviously, you got Tampa, who's you know who's looked good these Obviously. Last, these first two weeks. But to be honest with you, man, the, the, the teams that 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 are really surprised not surprising me, but the teams that I think is going to be good, man, the, them L.A. Rams is going to be problems. That that's a team that I feel like, man, is is going to make a lot of noise, man, because you. I've been telling everybody, Matthew Stafford is Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. And everybody look at me crazy. I'm, I said, I'm not talking about just him running and doing the arm talent. When yeah. you talk about arm talent for arm talent, any throw Pat can make, Raj can make, Stafford can make. You know what I mean? So it, take, it takes them to a whole different level when, when, you, when you talk about that, man. Them, them dudes is just special. You know what I mean? That dude is special. So the, Ram, the Rams is high. I was I was extremely high on the Seahawks, you know what I mean? After seeing what they was doing in week one and did and did to the Colts in week one, I'm like, oh, we they got it. You can't stop Lockett or DK Metcalf or Russ. You know what I'm saying? They can run it. They playing some solid defense. But then I seen them blow a 15 point lead to the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. You know who who I call 
You know what I mean? And then I watch Buffalo, and I'm like, man, Buffalo probably a problem. I see them, I see them losing week one. I'm like, man, they don't really know what they want to be right now. Right. They gotta find that run game. Yeah, yeah, they balled out last last uh this past weekend, but I still didn't like the way that looked. Turnovers, not a lot, you know what I mean? Dolphins gave them much opportunity, but I'm gonna tell you, them Raiders, them Gruden and them Raiders, and I know <laughs> I know Gruden drafted you, but Gruden and them Raiders, man, I'm telling you, they're right. Derek Carr playing at an MVP level right now. You can see the swag and the confidence they playing with, man. It's hey, it's it's contagious over there, man. So I'm liking what I'm seeing over there, man. Uh, Gruden and the Raiders, but you know, obviously you got Tampa, but those are my two teams right now that that's really surprising me. Everybody that I thought like, okay, they might be something, man, took an L this week. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm glad to see Tennessee bounce back, but them Raiders. Them Raiders is probably the most impressive team to me right now, man. They 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 got it going over there. And then yeah, you take the game you call. Like yeah. I don't know if it's too many people who want to see the Cardinals. When yeah. the Cardinals when the Cardinals got it rolling, and I know this is a tough division, and I like the Rams in it, but the Cardinals is going to be problem. This division finna beat each other up. Yeah, that 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 division is that NFC West and that AFC West, boy. Yep. Listen, man. <laughs> yeah. They got it together, man. And what your, about the young QB? And, and I was about to say, your Broncos, Teddy B. Hey, them Broncos, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, that NFC West and yeah. that AFC West, they, Teddy, all, Teddy all eight of them teams look good yeah. to me. All Teddy, eight of them teams look Teddy good. Teddy B, like, man, listen, I got a defense. I ain't got to force nothing all that hey, down But here. he never did. It's yeah, perfect for Teddy yeah, B because he never make, did force yeah. nothing. He just, this is what he been waiting for, a situation like this, man. So, so I, like, I like what they doing, too. Yeah. Uh, what about these young QBs? Who you like out of these young QBs? Well, first off, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see the young fella go out there for the Bear, Bears, Justin Fields. I mean, I hate to see my dude Andy Dalton go down because I don't like to see nobody get hurt. But right. I'm excited to see them go into a week, put in a game plan for him, him. and let mm-hmm. and let him go to work. A lot of people don't understand that game plan was for Andy Dalton, drop back pass, whatever, you know what I mean? But I want to see them put in the game plan for him, put in some, some pass routes and all that for him, some read options and all that for him, and, and, and let him go, you know. I know I know Trevor Lawrence and uh, Zach Wilson both struggling, but I think Trevor Lawrence is going to struggle all, all year long, strictly because he's going to be from behind. You know, he's going to have to be throwing this football to, 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 to win some games for, for his team, and he's going to make those mistakes. He's going to throw those interceptions, you know what I mean? But for me, it's just the stupid plays. Yeah. You know, like I watched Zach Wilson and I seen him, I seen him be special in preseason. I seen him do some good things last week against Carolina. And then this week is just, bruh, what is you doing? What is you seeing? <laughs> like, man, you just trying to create throw, too much. Yeah, you just he got the sacked ball so many up. times last week. Yeah. He tried to create too much this week. And you just throwing the ball up, man, and 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 letting guys go get it. But with that being said, we already knew it was going to be ups and downs. I think all these young quarterbacks are going to plan out to be excellent quarterbacks. I think I think all these organizations is in, in good hands because I watched Zach Wilson throw the ball. He could throw the ball with the best of them. You see Mac and Cheese, Mac Jones over there in, in New England. He looked just like Tom Brady back there in the pocket, standing mm-hmm. there, taking what the defense is giving him, not turning the football over, you know, really doing it the Belichick way. Obviously, you get more pieces around Trevor Lawrence. He's going to be better, you know. Once a young boy from the Niners come in the game, I think he's going to take over and be just fine with Kyle Shanahan back there, back there calling, Definitely. you know. But when it's all said and done, man, I think I said early 
before the draft even started that Zach Wilson was going to be the best one. But now that I sit here and watch it, man, I think it's going to mess around and be Justin Fields. He's going to mess around and be the best one to come out of that draft class, man. As I watch him and just see when he makes a mistake, how cool and calm he is, come back out there, let me do my job, make another play. Uh, I think he's going to mess around and be the best one coming out of this class. But I think all five of these dudes, man, got potential to be really good. Yeah, I, I really like this class too, all five of them. I, I'm going to ride with Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones just the situation he in is just so perfect for him. Yep. And that's going to allow him to, you know what I'm saying, elevate his game the fastest. So I think Mac Jones going to be the one out, out of uh, these quarterbacks. What about these rookie wideouts? Who you like so far? Ooh-wee, man. Well, I was really high on uh, St. Brown from Detroit, man. You know, just because I knew that he was going to be able to jump in there and get a bunch of bunch of opportunities early. You know number what I mean? Number one guy, really. Yeah, the number, one, number one dude. And, and he did solid week one, you know. And and I think they're going to be behind in a lot of games, too, and have, and have to spin the ball over, over to him. But I like him because he could do everything, man. He could run. He, he's a really good route runner, man. He, show, he showed that at SC. You know what I mean? He's a really good route runner, so... So I was I was high on him, you know. Jamar Chase, you know, as as I watch more Jamar Chase, man, you know, he finding that swag, ain't he? Finding that swag, but not only that, you know me, I be watching the receivers when they not getting the rock. You know what I mean? Because you know, I be I be coaching my little pop Warner kids, and I said, man, listen, I I didn't learn this until like my fifth year in the league. You ain't gonna get the ball every play. If you get five, right. if you get five catches a game, that's an excellent game. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So you think you got 80 plays in the football game and you might touch it five times and that's an excellent game. You know what I mean? I said them other them other them other 75 reps, you got to let the quarterback, the the dudes, the the coaches know when they turn on the film, I'm killing my dudes on the routes every play and I'm mm-hmm. open, you know what I'm saying? And when I watch Jamar Chase, if you just watch him run routes when he's not getting the ball and all that, he winning. winning. You know what I mean? And when you and when you got a rookie rookie receiver right there like that winning, man. You know what I'm saying? That that's big time. You know what I'm saying? So I really like what I'm seeing from them two dudes right there, man. Jamar Che, even though he struggled in, in preseason, I li- I'm liking what I'm seeing from them two. And then obviously the one that everybody talking about, Elijah Moore. If you watch him without the ball, I know Zach Wilson's struggling, but if you watch him in the slot and you watching him run routes, man, and you watching him get off the ball, get off the releases, man, he's gonna be a problem too. So those are my three three right there that, that I like right now. I know I pick a lot of first rounders, you know what I'm saying? But those are my three that I like right there, just watching them be technicians out there. Hey, and that boy, I seen uh, Rondell Moore yesterday. Yeah. Hey, they Ooh. got a mean little package in for him. Yeah. They get him the ball. Man, <laughs> yeah. that dude's super explosive. Yeah, he he going to be a problem, too. Yeah, he he, he, he got, got it figured out. You know what I'm saying? This, and this the offense for him. That spread, college that spread, offense. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Fast pace, you know what I'm quick. saying? A lot of a lot of reverses. Yeah. It's perfect for him. Oh, yeah. So, they, they got it going in AZ. Uh, Thursday night, you got uh, uh, Panthers, Texas. Who you like? Man, I, I, I like the Texans, but uh, Tyrod Taylor pulled his hammy, so I don't like the Texans no more. You know what I mean? And, and that sucks for Tyrod, man, because he was balling, playing at a high level. I was just saying, man, all the crazy, all the madness that, that happened in Houston, you know, them losing J.J. Watt, you know, obviously the Deshaun Watson. I'm, every, I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one like, man, these Texans going to be bad, man. Right. And shoot, if they don't lose, if they don't lose Tyrod Taylor in that game against the Browns, they might mess around and win that game against exactly. the Browns, you know. So, exactly. you know, they, they really surprising me. So I, I like them in this game and, until that happened. And then, you know, you watch Sam Darnold and then, and then against New Orleans, man, and after New Orleans beat up on my Packers. 
Sam Darnold looked good, man. He finding he finding more. He finding more. He finding Robbie Anderson, man. And obviously, you got twenty two in the backfield getting it done, man. But I think the most impressive thing is that young defense, man. That young defense for the Carolina Panthers is playing some football right now, man. You yeah, know, to yeah. hold the Saints to seven points, shut down Alvin Kamara. They got after the boys pretty good. So I like Carolina in this game, man. Sam Darnold could continue to stay hot, man, and, and they go out here and get a W. I like it. I like it. Well, hey, I appreciate you, my boy. We catching fades. Anytime you got anything, I know you got your own platform on that network, but you know, we'd love to have you, baby. Get hey, man, on. anytime y'all need me, man, y'all let me know, man. I'll pop up on here for you, bro. You just holler at me. Thursday Night Football continues this week. Panthers versus the Texans, exclusively on NFL Networks. Appreciate you, James Jones. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.